We just need to be magic. We just need to ha- have a hundred more fans. <laughs> is what we need. Yep. You nailed it. That's exactly what we need. hundred more fans. Okay. All right. Let's get those hundred fans. Yeah, let's do it. Starting now. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Trek to the Holodeck. I'm Dylan. I'm Jan. And, and we- on Trek to the Holodeck. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry, Darius. <laughs> And we need a hundred more fans. We need a hundred more fans stat. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the ones that I have blowing at me in my corner closet where Cor- I work. You're talking, we're talking real flesh and blood fans. Yeah. what We need a hundred fans so that we can have the typical fan spectrum mm-hmm. of 33 people who think that we can't do anything wrong and that everything is great. <laughs> We need 33 people who are like, ah, I mean, it's good. It's all I right. do like I like the stuff from the beginning more, but I'll still watch it. And then 33 yeah. people who are like, every episode is a tragedy, tra- travesty, garbage. Uh, this is garbage. <laughs> um, and and but still watches every still single listen. One. Yeah, every watches single every single episode. <laughs> that's I think that's when you know, like as a, a, a filmmaker or like artist or like whatever or a podcaster you've officially made it is when you yeah. have that spectrum of fans you have 33 people who hate everything that you make but they yeah. watch or all listen of to it. all of it <laughs> like the premise is just so sound that they're like I have to watch it I have to it's, a, it's about they're, the holodeck they're I have failing to watch it. they're doing it wrong and they're doing it in a way that I don't like but it, I have to support it I the have thing, to. <laughs> that sort of fandom is not good for your health because it's absolutely not. I've tried to do it and it's only lasted a couple months. Like once I was over the superhero thing, yeah. I watched maybe five or six more of the Marvel movies yeah. until I was like, this is bad for my well being. I don't know why I'm still doing this. this yeah. is not this is not good for me. Dude, that's <laughs> so funny you bring that up specifically, because I remember in the two thousand six it's very specific, but two thousand six T V season, which I think like it was the one year it was like a year before the writers guild strike right uh-huh. and i was like and heroes came on nbc that was when nbc was like trying they were like you know what we're just going to be very different and we're going to do interesting stuff let's get uh, weird. So they did here they got they got weird and i watched all of hero season one i'm like i think this could be a really good show and i want to support it because like i think this is basically modern x-men you know like that uh-huh. this is before mcu got fucking huge right this yeah. is here yeah and and also studio 60 was on and i was like still airs Aaron, believe in aaron sorkin mm-hmm. um anyways long story short the next year writers guild strike hits and <laughs> but like everybody was still like well let's just still try to do tv which was just no. so stupid and um heroes got so bad that i was like why am i watching this still i don't need to do it out of principle <laughs> to like have x-men on t- like it's just bad it can just be bad I can just not like it, and I could just stop watching it, and I did. I think that's also a sign of like a true, like a true, true fan. Like it's ingrained in your body that you'll watch something that's bad because, for whatever reason, you're so devoted to it. Like I, I watch baseball. I watch Giants games, uh-huh. even when they're bad. Like they were really bad three or four years ago, yeah. and I watched every single goddamn it, as many games as I could watch. Sure, I watched every single one of them. Yeah. And you have to look at yourself at some point and be like, "What's wrong with me?" Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm purposely bringing myself pain by yeah. watching something that's not good. I don't understand. Yeah. It's insanity. Yeah, 
Uh, And that's probably why, you know, a third of our audience is listening right now. (laughs) (laughs) Because they hate the show. But for those of you who love the show, welcome back. Uh, And uh, Darius isn't with us today, if you couldn't uh, already hear. He's off enjoying the beautiful desert air. Oh, is that what Uh, he's doing? He's having a little vacation. Wow. Away from us, he's he up told me leave. He, he told me he just needed to get away from us specifically. Yeah, so he's he like... scheduled. <laughs> <laughs> he scheduled his little vacation uh, right on the days that we record. He's so. thinking right now. He's like, "Why am I doing this? Why do I do <laughs> this thing that I hate? This thing that doesn't bring me joy. Doesn't at bring all. me joy. I do. I do eighty-five percent of the work in editing the podcast and." figuring out the Twitch to Zoom Twi- connection. Which we failed to do we today. I tried to do. I spent an hour trying to figure it out and couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, uh, that's why we're late. Uh, but I'm, I'm I'm excited about doing this episode because I just, I'm a big fan, unironically, big fan of Lower Decks. And um, just for those of you who aren't watching this, which is literally everybody, because no, we couldn't get a stream, a stream we up. Couldn't get a For stream. some reason, I'm pinching my eyebrows. Yeah. I have no <laughs> idea why I'm doing that. Jan is pinching his eyebrows. This is my uh, tell. If, you, if you're playing poker with me and I start pinching my eyebrows like this, <laughs> big red, that's a big sign. That's a tell. That's, that's I, how you know. I did see you pinching your eyebrows, and for like two minutes, I couldn't stop watching, but I couldn't... F- it didn't dawn on me till you pointed it out how odd of a thing. Uh, I don't think I've ever was. done that in my life. <laughs> uh, but I just felt like doing this. I don't know what is wrong with me. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Lower for- Decks, unironically love it. I think it's great. I think it's top tier. It's really fun. It's really funny. It's harder for us to do these episodes, though. So we might yeah. go We might go off the bo- we've off already, books a lot. Yeah. We've already gone off the board a little bit. But just uh, so you know, the, the episode that we're doing today is called... Do we, we didn't say what it is yet, right? Or did you already do it? I just said it was Lower Decks. Oh, okay. We're doing the episode called Strange Energies, which is Lower Decks Season 2's season finale, Episode 1. Premiere. Uh, premiere. Sorry. Season 2's season premiere. I said yeah. finale. It's all good. You know what comes Apparently. right before the premiere is the finale. The so. finale. I was only one off. <laughs> yeah, you were just one off. <laughs> uh, one this came off. out on, on August 12th, 2021. Um, a lot of ones and twos in there. Yeah, a lot of ones and twos. And it's binary. Binary. Or is binary one zero. One, one zero one. Zero. One zero. So one zero wait one one zero zero one zero zero one. It's still okay, in my head. So everybody, uh, put your seatbelt on. God buckle it. up. <laughs> put your seatbelt on. Uh, and did you ever watch Chalk Zone? What is Chalk Zone? What are you talking it, about? It, it was this animated show where this guy had this magical chalk, and he could draw like a circle and go into this like other dimension. Oh! So what I'm going to suggest to you, listeners, put your seatbelt on, uh-huh. take out your like, uh, your piece of magical chalk, and draw a circle, and then I guess you have a seatbelt on, so you're going to have to drive your vehicle through yeah. this circle into the oh. animated dimension uh, that is Lower Decks. And come with us on our trek to the holiday. We believe these simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. 
Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. That one was good one. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> I like that one. That that sounds like Chalk Doctor Strange. Chalkter Strange. Chalkter Strange. Yeah. I think I think that show I mean didn't come out before Doctor Strange, obviously, as a character, but <clears throat> did you this is a side note. Uh we're gonna be doing a lot of these today. Yeah. Did you hear about this whole Spider Man thing? Uh Steve Ditko's Ditko's estate, or did I say that right? Ditko, the, Ditko, yeah, Steve Ditko. Yeah. Yeah. his estate is uh, trying to take the rights back to all of his characters, um, and Marvel's suing them. And I, uh, Disney is suing them. Well, it's also <laughs> the comic books too. It's not just sure, like sure. the TV stuff, but uh, a part of me is just kind of off. A part of me wants them to get it and then just make it like. Uh, public domain and just yeah. ensue the chaos where everybody has a version of spider-man <laughs> it's like you wanted a multiverse oh we got a multiverse oh. now there's so much so many spider-mans god Imagine, that would be though, such you could do spider-man chaos. in star trek you could have yeah you it could be shakespeare basically so finally somebody could exactly somebody in star <laughs> trek could reference culture from the 20th century 20th and 21st century yeah. and Without. be allowed to yeah <laughs> Uh, and be man. allowed to. Well, but we uh, all know that the state wants that stuff so they can just sell it back to Sony and Disney. Yeah, and make a little bit of money, which is, I mean... Hey, he created deserved. that stuff. Yeah. I don't see... I, I see people trying to be like, this is bad. And I'm like, why are we defending multi-billion dollar corporations? I don't yeah. understand why people feel so inclined to do that. It's weird. They, it's like they're going to be fine. If Disney you, were cool and would be like, "Hey, cool, we ha- we bought all this stuff. You you can't watch it. You are allowed to watch it." <laughs> but they're not. Like Disney is not cool. They're not. They, and, they're like, "This is ours now. <laughs> In and 10 the, years we'll let you watch it." <laughs> that's like that's what the Disney monster sounds like. It's like a deformed Mickey Mouse. It's a rabid mouse who yeah. has rabies. And it's it's like, actually you just turned it. it turned into a Ferengi. That's what it's it turned, is. The lo- the ears <laughs> turn into the lobes. <laughs> it's I'm I realize I'm doing a bad <laughs> version of the Nagus. Um, oh my god. <laughs> so Disney is just a a grand Nagus. Absolutely, Disney is a Nagus. That's so wild, actually. Now that because yeah, everything's a you know obviously all corporations are profit, and the Frangi are making fun of corporate America, but it is a hundred percent accurate. They are, and they got the big ears too. They got the big ears. It's and everything. It's it's really obvious. Hey, here's a little this first first bit of little trivia side notes because you know we're gonna do that. Gene Roddenberry's idea for Frangis initially, Mm -hmm. he wanted them to have. Huge penises, <laughs> and no, that just no, seems like no, a really no, no, like no 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 no. no. Are you just, serious? Yeah, and what's weird about it is not that like he want. It's not that like the idea of Ferengi's having huge penises. Obviously, it's that he was like, hey, side note, these guys 
huge Earl song. Pack and Wood. And everybody's like, um, story-wise, what does that do? <laughs> Two, how are we going to show that on screen without it being just really fucking weird? <laughs> like, what is the significance of this? What? Why? Again, why? It's like, I just want them to have huge, wouldn't it be funny if they had huge beggars? Huge <laughs> Dick. Now I'm just imagining like Quark and everyone walking around with like a log going down their pants. Like <laughs> yeah. it's like what is it? why? Like it's everybody, it's like a, th- a sign. Like that's how you know like which side Ferengi's hang to, left or right, just based on like which pant leg which is pant wider. Leg it's going down. I don't. That is insane. I cannot believe you're telling. That's this isn't a lie. It's not a lie. I'm not making this up. Gene Roddenberry was a weird <laughs> horny dude. He was really horny. That's why Star Trek is so horny. It's so Horniness horny. is in the DNA of Star Trek. To Which I appreciate. A hundred percent. Because you know what? Humans are really horny. Yeah. It's it's just human nature. You know what's Did- weird, Disney? It's when people aren't horny at all ever. <laughs> it's just sanitized. Weird. It's just- <laughs> yeah. It's disgusting. Star Wars and all the Marvel movies Ever since, uh, with the exception of the Paramount produced Iron Man movies, yeah, have, that's true. they're not sex. There's no sex at all. It's so weird. You know, we the, couldn't do a, like a Disney version of this show because nobody bangs, and that's a big part of the criteria that we have. <laughs> we we got there's got to be some show, banging. Yeah. There's got to be some banging. If there's I, not, we have to yeah. let the audience know. I think our characters, you know, I, and I'm going to take our own note here. I think our characters, Lopak, Pert, and Tom, I think they need to be a little hornier. I think they need to be do you 10 know or 15 percent hornier. Before we started, we didn't this? do the improv. We didn't but do we'll, the improv. We'll do the improv <laughs> where it's supposed to be. How about okay. that? We'll work our yeah, way up great. to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. You know what, Darius? You're not here. <laughs> we get to do whatever we want. We're breaking the rules. Our producer's not here. <laughs> Our producer, director, editor is not editor, here. Editor, yeah, is not here. Um, uh, this this episode is fun. It, okay, I'm sorry. Last thing on the big uh, penis, Frankie thing. Uh, Do they not have is big it, ears? Is it the last thing? <laughs> well, they no, do it's have not big the last ears. thing. We don't know, but like before, was Gene Roddenberry like, so the Frangies are these hyper capitalistic aliens. Yeah, They've got right. huge mm-hmm. dongs, yeah, and they're right. like, "Okay, we can't, <laughs> we can't do the huge dong thing." So they're like, "All right, we'll just make their ears really big." Yeah, and that'll be the pleasure center is the ears. Yeah, was he just going to go about it. them having huge dongs that they would like touch, <laughs> right. like the ears? Like, what is that about? That's weird. Uh, yeah. Anyway. I, do you know they were also intended to be like the big bad guys of the next generation? Oh, and they were just too funny. I think they were just, it just did not read properly, which I totally agree. Because the first time you see them, they have those whips, you know? <laughs> and they're just like, we don't, we don't like you. And they're like, who are these? Like, fuck these guys. These assholes. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck is going on right now? I think the, if he had gone the Deep Space Nine route with, you know, where Ronald Moore really fleshes out Ferengis, mm-hmm. where yeah. the Ferengi are just hyper capitalists. Mm-hmm. Space hypercapitalists and see, and them being basically the anti federation in that sense, who are basically gay space communists. Uh, yeah. And that's a shout out to another podcast, Gay Space Communism. But, you know, Go like if the out. Ferengi are like, um, you know, fucking up the universe with their capitalism and this that federation, would have been great. that would have been really cool. Um, I'm just going to say this I'm not quite sure what Discovery is doing right now with themselves because. <laughs> That is the perfect season 
to do, especially right now in the world that we're living in. Well, the they kind of did. Perfect. I they with the Orion with the Orion Syndicate being basically the I only guess. superpower, and she's yeah. like, they're going to planets and they're not doing Prime Directive stuff. So they're like, oh yeah, totally. You can we'll, we'll save your planet, but it's gonna cost you. It's you know, like co- yeah. yeah. And so <clears> I, I think so. Yeah, it's not fully what you're talking about. So I agree. Like they could double down and be like, the Ferengi have also controlled this sector. And <laughs> but what the problem is, like the Ryan Syndicate is also very nakedly evil. You know, that's there's true. like we're pirate, we're space pirates, and that's, we have slaves yeah. and stuff. You know, they're just. I, that's what I like about the Ferengi, though, is they're not just blank. They're evil, but they're not just like you're the bad guys. They're just like we're just capitalists. Yeah, we, we just, just like exploiting people. Yeah, like, and it's in this weird kind of manipulative, fun way where you're like, "I like you, but you're a bad person." I don't yeah. understand what's going on here right now. By um, the way, we'll just let's just keep side noting here. Let's just keep side noting. <laughs> let's just keep building. We're episode. not going to get to it. Um, Darius is shaking his head while he's listening to this and editing it. He's going to cut all this out. Um, yeah. Is the uh, the Ferengi somebody on Reddit? And I've gosh, this was a long time ago. I saw this post, so uh-huh. I don't. I can't find it again. You know, it's just gone. It's uh, gone. But they explained the why the, a theory as to why the Ferengi are the way that they are. What is the big schlongs? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> capitalists. That, yes, yeah, right. yeah, the capitalist part, <laughs> uh, and it's because they evolved on this swamp planet, right, where it's always raining, and uh, they all eat bugs. And the reason they have the big ears is so uh-huh. they can hear like tiny little bugs and insects just scrambling oh, around, weird. right? Uh-huh. And they evolved such that like ha- ha- collecting more and more bugs <laughs> is beneficial because it helps you grow like you survive right so yeah it just you're like the and it's also why it's so patriarchal too and mm-hmm. why having bigger ears is better because you can gather you can more bugs the, yeah and so and then the, it's why the ferengi have evolved once they like became more sophisticated into being collectors and like mm-hmm. the, whoever can gather the most yeah is superior you know mm. like everything is oriented towards building up and gathering stuff and small things um and so that's why yeah their culture is and having big lobes is a, is is considered a big like, lobes yeah big old yeah, lobes big old lobes <laughs> uh so yeah I, I th- whoever that reddit user was i wish i could credit um, Thank you for sharing I, that that's information a, yeah i think it's a really like that's my head canon now is like yeah they're 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 consumeristic capitalists because of the planet mm-hmm. that they evolved on. Hmm. That's fascinating. Hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. All right. Let's do, let's actually do strange some energies. Of this. Yeah. Strange energies. Uh, written by Mike McMahon. Uh, he's a showrunner and wrote the first episode as well of the uh, first season. Uh, it's directed by Jason Zurich. Zurich. Zurich? Zurich? Zurich. Zurich. He's got a lot of animation credits, uh, and he was a storyboard artist on Korra. Legend of Korra. Yeah, that's the one that really stuck out to me. Because, like, oh, you once, like, were a storyboard artist for one episode of Korra. 
And now you're directing week. episodes of Star Trek. So good for it's you, wild. buddy. One and episode. Supervising director was Barry J. Kelly, which I don't know what that is, but I feel like that's probably that an animation either. thing. It's supervising direct. It sounds like it sounds like not paperwork, but it sounds like organizing. I bet people. it's kind of like not like a step down from being a showrunner where you're like making sure that the episode is is on track. Okay, so I've I've Googled supervising director. <laughs> okay. Okay. The supervising director works closely with the other show leadership while overseeing the episodic directors and artists on the series to manage the process. It is expected that the supervising director has the ability to deal with frequently changing schedules and tight deadlines. So they're basically a he's producer. The, yeah, he's like a, a, a line producer or like a... a that's that job sucks. That's rough. <laughs> yeah. That's a tough job. Yeah. Anything that is basically like a producer, not a good fit not, for me. Not, that's that's yeah. rough. That's so that sounds hard. hard. Well, because um, he has to basically organize and like make sure everyone across the whole series is like doing their shit. Yeah. Are you on your shit, bro? Hey, are you? Yeah. He like bumps into them at the drawing table and is like, "Hey, are you doing your shit?" And they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm doing my shit. Yeah, I'm doing my shit." Absolutely. Um, and the music was by Chris Westlake. What yeah. did we come up from? Chris, Chrissy West? Chris I think West? Chrissy West, because that was in my head too. Chrissy West? Westlake. Chrissy West. Westlake. Chrissy Westlake. Westlake. Chris <laughs> uh, yeah, someday, Chris Westlake, you, you do a great job on this show. You're, you've done every episode, so. Yeah, he really does. Do I love job. hearing the little motifs that are echoes of other episodes and other series. So well done. The the main theme still sounds like um, Galaxy uh, Quest. Galaxy Quest to me. It does. Yeah, yeah. It does but it's fine. Great. Yeah, I'm totally okay with it. Yeah. Um, okay, let's do this week on um, because we need to know what happened in this episode. We need to know what happens in this episode. We've spent so much time talking about uh, not. What has happened in this episode? Yeah, we're like twenty minutes into the recording. We're, we still we're done so it. far in, and uh, Jan is going to be our contestant this week. Okay, all right. Uh, this week on is a segment in which we tell you what happened in the episode in thirty minutes, thirty seconds or less, not minutes, definitely not thirty minutes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Darius. We'll do whatever we F- want. <laughs> we're doing a thirty-minute recap, just Fuck like we used you. to. <laughs> Uh, let me get a countdown ready. Uh, yeah. 30 seconds. Oh, that's minutes. See, I keep doing the minutes. 30 seconds. Whenever you're ready, go for it, Jan. In the A plot, Beckett Mariner and her mom have gotten an uneasy sort of understanding. And so she's doing all these side quests that end up screwing things up. In this case, uh, she washes a building that activates an old machine that makes Ransom turn into a god like Gary Mitchell from the original (laughs) series. They have to stop him. In the B plot, Tendi thinks Rutherford dating Barnes is weird and makes it make sense in the science way in her head. So she gets in his way. Uh, and it's just a, it's basically all an echo of the first episode of the series. Beep. And uh, no, nobody did bang. Nobody banged. Nobody banged. Yeah. Pos- yeah, nobody banged. Yeah. Um, I got to say, this is the episode, a couple weeks ago, I told you that I got really high on a weed soda. And I, I, oh, I got yeah. too high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And watching this again, I realized this is the episode that I watched when I was completely out of my gourd, just yeah. like way too high. Yeah. Uh, and watching it again, that's a wild one to watch, especially because uh, what's his name's head just gets Ransom's super big. Head. Yeah, Ransom head gets really fucking big. <laughs> this is the most original series esque episode. Mm-hmm. Of lower decks so far, and uh, I, and I really I appreciate that. Obviously, there's the obvious. The first episode, the okay, the second pilot of Star Trek, the original series, because yeah. you know there were two pilots. Yes. The second one, this is the first one with Kirk, is the Gary Mitchell story. What is that? Because yeah, uh, sure, you've only seen it know. twice. Yeah, I've only seen it twice. Yeah. yeah. So what it is is you know Enterprise just doing its thing, flying around mm-hmm. in space. And there's uh-huh. an there's strange energies, and Gary Mitchell <laughs> is a lieutenant commander on the Enterprise, and he's basically Kirk's best friend from the academy. Okay, and he's serving on the Enterprise, so they're bros, right? Like you're yeah, a lieutenant like, commander, I'm a captain. Like I, we sorted this out. Yeah, um, we're chilling. We're chilling. Uh, we we agreed, you know, whoever's captain first, I'll serve on your ship. Anyways, so they're best buds. <laughs> they go on the planet, and Mitchell gets overwhelmed with strange energies and he's just slowly turns into a god and he's got these aluminum foil contact lenses is the best way i can describe it must have been so uncomfortable um (laughs) but he you know and this this establishes the star trek strange energies, strange energies and kirk fighting things to fix it uh so he (laughs) kirk gets into a fist fight with the dude who's like turned into a demigod you know that's how he resolves it he throws they weren't kidding in this episode he throws throws a rock on him throws a rock at mitchell and it (laughs) kills him i'm like cool well that was crazy let's go Uh, it's really worth a watch, actually. It's pretty, pretty good app. Um, That's insane. Yeah, and I, I love in this episode the embedded joke where Tiana is like, "Yeah, things got weird real fast," and it's like, "How did they beat him?" Kirk threw a rock on him. Threw a rock on him, and then later she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go find a rock." <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> And that was the last thing when she drops the giant boulder on him. And that's what. And then and he's cool. Or he's dead, fixed. I guess. Yeah. Well, we'll ransom. Oh, my God. It. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also love um, the other original series bit of this is there's an episode. I think it's in season three. Could be wrong mm-hmm. about this. Where yeah. a giant green space hand grabs the Enterprise. Whoa. Like, just. What? Gra- yeah. It's just like. Blurp. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's why, that's what the like, head makes me think of. I think that's why I love um, Lower Decks so much. Is like it is a comedy, but like I guess if you were to make like a, a Star Trek show today, yeah, it, I feel like it needs to have some of that goofy shit in it gotta because camp. like you, you got to have camp because uh, I don't know Discovery is like. It's fun, but maybe it's just too logistical. There's like not enough weird shit happening in space. Well, like some of my favorite bits of Discovery in this last season were like how campy the Orion are because they are campy. (laughs) They're super cheesy. And she's like, I'm going to kill my nephew. And he gets eaten alive, you know? And she's, and it's like, yeah, you guys are just these mean green people. Like you're just, that's what you are. Uh, You're just mean green people. Well, I think that's actually kind of what works about Enterprise gonna do another yeah. enterprise shout out here because that show <laughs> is weird it's it's very, uh, weird. it's very much a 2000s era show 
Yeah. Uh, so there's that aspect of it. But also, it does the camp really well. Like, Andorians are these blue dudes who wear leather and they're, you know, they have like really specific <laughs> personality. Like, Shran. Have you gotten to Shran yet? No, I, I, I've kind oh, of paused on the, the sure. watching. Yeah. He's so good, though. He's played by Jeffrey Combs, who's way Oh, Yoon. wait, no, I have. No, yeah. I have seen him. No, no, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But I just like that they like also hate Vulcans. It's like I, I love this campy space shit. You know, it's uh, yeah. This show does that, and uh, I do appreciate that they, they built it in. So to make a good Star Trek show, you gotta have camp. Yeah. Uh, good moral quandaries. Yep. Uh, and horniness. Horniness. More horniness. I thought Discovery didn't have horniness, but then I remembered the whole like Klingon sex scene in the first season. And I was like, oh, that's that's going going pretty hard. It's pretty horny. (laughs) Uh, Weird scene. Uh, It also didn't. (sighs) They so fucked up all that ad title (laughs) stuff because. You know, he's he's the victim of and I'm sorry but like space sexual assault. You know, yes. of like the yes. Klingon, like he's is he's imprisoned anyways, it's all really messed up and they didn't handle any of it properly. No. Um so but that was season one of Disco. They had a lot of trouble. Yeah, we don't have to trouble. talk about season one. To, of just Disco. be happy with season three and yeah. beyond. And uh, beyond. Yeah. Um there's an insane amount of guest star shout outs in this. There uh, are. One of them's not really a guest star, but I'm saying he's a guest star. It's Fred Tetascure, who is um normally he plays Shax, the Bajoran security officer. But, oh. You know, who, he's dead. <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything, but his voice comes back. His voice does come back. He's and in this episode he plays a Cardassian guard. So yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. But Fred's um, been in like everything, man. Like Fred is a pro. He's a, yeah. He's a dude. He's yeah, a dude. He's yeah. You've heard his voice a lot. Jonathan Frakes as William Riker. And I gotta say, I love that they've gone full parody yes. Riker. And he's like on board with it too. Oh yeah. And it's just very fun to watch them lean into what everybody assumes Riker is like outside of the show. It's like and he's it been is... he's been held back by being on the Enterprise, but he's been holding himself back because he's yeah. like, I cannot be that guy. I can't yeah. be him. And finally he's like, fuck it. I got my fuck own it. ship. I got my own ship. Well, and I've, I've got a show that will allow me to indulge in all of the crazy shit that everyone has thought for years, yeah. which is incredible. Yeah. Especially the shot... When they get right at the end of the episode, when they get sucked into oh the, yeah the vortex or whatever, and he's going like, "I love my job." Yeah, and his face is getting all crazy. You know what? This is that's just so everybody knows. That's what happens to us when we do Trek to the Holodeck at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> we go Trek to the Holodeck, and our faces get distorted and warped and fused warped into a dot in the most like happy way. To yeah. we're just psyched, and you're like, man, these people are juiced. They are nuts. <laughs> yeah, I really love this season's characterization characterization of the of the Titan and its crew because it's like. It's a it's a tier one ship in Starfleet. You can tell, you know, like it's the best mm-hmm. of the best. And yeah. they're just like so aggro and into. <laughs> I like honestly, like I would almost I would enjoy watching a show about that ship also. Yeah. We're like, it's it's just nuts <laughs> every week. Yeah. Every week is just full <laughs> testosterone. 
That's yeah. like a you do. Fi- that's like a fifteen minute adult swim. Oh show. yeah. Yeah. Is where it's just, yeah, 100%. Or even every, five. Every five. It's like, it's a, you know, it's like fills in the spot. And it's like, what? it always happens. It always starts in media rest, like in this episode, where yeah. you're like, meanwhile, on the <gasps> Titan, and they're like, two nacelles are down. We, we're, of course, going to detonate. It's going to explode in five seconds. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that's like great. how, that's, that's legitimately how like DS9 starts. Right in the middle of shit, and they're like, everything's fucked. Yeah, this station's all broken. There's a wormhole. We got to move the sh- station up onto the, right next to the wormhole. Everybody uh, here is underqualified for their job. <laughs> the amount of shit that Starfleet officers go through on a daily basis is uh, mind numbing. Yeah, therapy and, uh, has to be covered. It, it's got to be, but it even, I don't even know if it would work. I the, the thing is, is like on Voyager, I don't even know how they deal because they don't even have a fucking counselor. They've got Neelix. They got which Neelix is like, <laughs> that everyone hates, like to death. Yeah, and they're dealing with shit every day in the middle of nowhere. They should have lost their minds way quicker. I think that's why they use the holodeck so much at nauseum. <laughs> You got people in there who are just on a weekly basis, just like, I just have to kill something with my hands. You know, there's a guy who, and nobody like at first, Janeway was talking to Chakotay in the meeting. I was like, hey, I think we got to address this issue because I don't think, think this is healthy. And then like two months later, like, uh, so just make sure that he goes to the holodeck and kills some people today because <laughs> he just needs to get that out of his system. Uh <laughs> Well, that is legitimately the bit that they do at the beginning, which we won't talk about too much. But uh, when Mariner's in the holodeck, yeah. and somebody walks it on them. That's what I imagine happens a lot in Voyager. And, yeah. and the first like year or two, it was like, whoa, what are you doing in here? And then it was like, oh, he's 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 on his murder spree or whatever. Yeah, like, there's some dude dressed up as like uh, the fucking scream guy. Yeah, uh, ghost face and it's just like in like a horror movie killing people yeah. and you're like whoa that is fucked. that's a huge <laughs> red flag it's like no that <laughs> that's Tuvok that's Tuvok that's, just Tuvok needs... dressed as ghost face yeah just like <laughs> he's perfect for it he's very quiet he's logical <laughs> <laughs> he's quite good yeah he's really good at being ghost and he's face. a bit of a bumbling idiot too he's not very uh, coordinated <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Oh man, you know Scream One. If you haven't seen Scream One, it's really fucking good. It's so good. It's such a good movie. I think they're all pretty great. If I'm being honest, the second one's not so good. Well, the second one's all right. The third one's not great. The fourth one is actually pretty good. I gotta say, that's the one that they kind of rebooted, right? Yeah, and it's like ultra ultra meta. There's like four or five false. Well, because like Scream One meta, Scream Two. Meta. Meta. <laughs> Scream three, I don't I don't remember it. It just kind of got I don't know. It was it, weird. I, Well, they were already making a movie. Like in Scream Two, isn't the part of the plot that they're making a movie yeah. based on the events of Scream One? Yes, that's and then the it happens plot. again in four, right? Yeah, and then they make another movie about it, I think. That's so nuts. It's really nuts. Um, uh yeah. Great movie any, though. <laughs> anyway, Scream's really fun. Um, it's spooky season, so it's fine. It's hey, it's officially it. spooky season, so yeah, yeah, it's okay. Should we do? We should try. Should we try to do all spooky episodes next month? Uh, yes, that's a that's a big old yes. Phil Lamar is Admiral Freeman. <laughs> 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 
Annie with the guest star <laughs> shout outs. Philomar, also another one of those voices where you've heard them everywhere. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think we've already said this before, but he's Marvin in Pulp Fiction, guy who gets his blo- head blown out uh, <laughs> in the car. Uh, Lauren Lafkiss. Lauren Lafkiss. Big comedy hey, person. She's big Jen. Comedy person. She's Jen, the uh, Andorian that Mariner hates. <laughs> what are you? What are you doing here? Uh, yoga. yoga? I, yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, here. real. Oh, real creative. I love this. Like just this basic Andorian girl. Like an Andorian. It's so basic that they have a human name. <laughs> Her name is Jennifer. <laughs> Uh, Jessica McKenna returns as Barnes. She was in the first episode as well as Barnes. Hell yeah, Randall Park. Yeah, that's a that's a good name. Yeah, Apple not like the in, name, but like the person. I mean, I, Randall I Park's that. also a great name. That well, also a Randall. great name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed that he's in this episode because I'm afraid of him not being in another episode. But we all know Star Trek; they reuse voices. Yeah, especially in an animated show. They just... I feel... Oh, man. Okay, so dream scenario here. Randall Park <laughs> should play a bad admiral. He should be one of those bad admirals at some point because I feel like he would be perfect in that kind of role. You know, like Ooh. he should show up at the Cerritos and be like, we got to go do this thing. And it's like, are you sure? This feels suspicious as fuck. He's like, I can't tell you more. Starfleet won't let me. It's like, this is super suspicious. <laughs> I feel like he would be sketch. really good at doing that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> He'd be awesome. <laughs> um, Missy Pyle plays the Cardassian interrogator in the holodeck. And then Ben Rogers plays Lieutenant Commander Stevens, the guy who's obsessed with Ransom. And that oh, Ransom is mean too. Yeah. That's who plays Stevens? Yeah, Ben Rogers. I thought that was... Uh, who does... Um, You're thinking of Billups. That's Paul Shear. Yeah, oh, that's Bill... Okay, that's what I was like. You know what happens? Do they do both like, have mustache? Mustaches? They do. they do. The mustaches are trendy on the Cerritos. Cerritos <laughs> is a blue-collar <laughs> ship. Cerritos is a blue-collar ship. That's what I like about it. Wait, I I thought they those were the same characters. They're not. They're not the same character. I gotta see a photo of them real fast. Oh, they they have similar energies. They do, and also have a mustache. Okay. I made the same mistake last year, but they're different characters. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Well, Stevens is great. The whole his whole bit is yeah, fantastic. Um, He's just really attached to Ransom. <laughs> Because he's so cool. Ransom's just so hot and cool. You know? He's just a hot and cold guy. Kind of a bro, but, uh, you know. Very bro Every ship needs a bro. The cast of characters is spot on. Yeah. There's just so many good ones. So, yeah, this is, okay. I mean, like, I don't know what to say. There's so much stuff we, we, we've had fun with, but, like, I don't want to go through jokes, you know? Just watch the episode. They're so good. Uh, yeah. I'd say... Uh, Please let us skip the intro, Paramount Plus, because I just don't understand, you know? Yeah. I don't really understand how that was an oversight. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I also think that there universally, there should be a a way, like a standard for how skip intro works. What? How did did that even work? Well, obviously this will never happen, but... Okay. You know kind of how like in video games controls are standardized not because of a law but because people want it's easier. To, you want people to like be able to play your game. 
So it's like, yeah, the trigger buttons, they they shoot. Left one is aim, right mm-hmm. one is shoot. You know, X yeah. is jump usually or A mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, the, the button layouts are the same. It used to be back in the day. <laughs> Where it's like, oh yeah, in this game, you shoot with square. You shoot with and square. <laughs> you reload with circle. It's like, what? Fuck this. I can't. I can't. Every game's well, got its own thing. <laughs> there are some games now that still do that. Like whenever I play like a like GTA or whatever. Yeah. Like run is oh, it, walk is X and you got to like tap X really well, fast. That's the way it used to be. That's like old well, school yeah. GTA. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I, this is, I get it. This is kind of nice. So yeah. like when you're riding a horse, it's kind of nice. Yeah. But like, or for Red Dead Redemption, but it's also kind of frustrating where you're like, come on guys. Like, well, I think there's Rock's, better ways to do this. Rockstar is the last holdout of really shitty controls. Cause yeah. one of the obstacles for me getting into Red Dead Redemption too was how mm-hmm. bad the controls were because like really? when when you change like yeah because the controls change based on your context yeah. and they it's like a completely new logic for different contexts like walking around different logic than when you're on a horse so aim buttons and select buttons and yeah. stuff all change it's weird. and i could it just it was like actively fighting against me learning how to play it Whereas I love yeah. a game where it's just like, not nah, like getting on a horse, easy, uh, slashing and attacking. Triangle. Yeah, yeah triangle, or like whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck. Who okay, knows? so how would you stand? It is standardized though. Like it's the same on like Apple TV. They'll just do skip intro. It's just a button. It is standardized. But right? sometimes it's like it'll end five seconds, you know, before the intro's over. Sometimes okay. it's like jumps right in. Sometimes, sometimes I just want to skip the ads before the intro and i want to get into the intro yeah sometimes hard sometimes a, a, a platform if i skip the intro once it'll immediately skip the intro the next time and sometimes mm-hmm. i don't want that sometimes i want that minute sometimes <laughs> i need that minute and there also needs to be uh, the skip intro button needs to last throughout the whole intro because sometimes on Netflix it'll be like skip in, skip intro and I will frantically run to the remote because I'm like don't go away it's gonna go away if I don't like get it in like five seconds or whatever stressful. Here's the, here's the other thing, I am adamant <laughs> about not skipping credits because I think that there is a, an art to it. Often. I agree. A show is like and now think about it. You know, like. it, it bothers me, especially when I'm watching movies. TV shows are one thing, uh, but movies specifically, especially when I'm streaming them at home and I'm like, I'm going to watch this movie and it ends and then the little it goes into the little box and yeah. the, there's an ad for something. And I'm like, no, no, I need my five minutes to like decompress. Yeah. And appreciate the people who have made things. They've you know? made this. They worked on it. You picked a song specifically to make me feel a certain way. Yeah. We we are reeling right now. We are. <laughs> Where's Darius? <laughs> Darius. We should Save call Darius. Us. Like, hey, we're, we're talking about intros and <laughs> outros of TV shows. What, what would yeah. you do in this scenario? What would you do in this scenario? <laughs> and what he would oh, say is God. like, let's talk about the episode some more. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to just throw out some trivia because I think there's a lot of it here that I think is interesting and Mm -hmm. we won't talk too much about the episode. Um, (laughs) The Nightingale woman uh, poem that Stevens reads to Ransom after he's cured at the end. Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm going to read you the Nightingale woman. Well, this is a poem that uh, was cited by Gary Mitchell, 
in the original series, when he's going crazy, when he's going in uh, godlike, he just quotes yeah. this poem out of the blue because his brain, you know, he's like limitless braining, you know? Yeah. And all the smart stuff is just yeah. fucking around in his head. Uh, uh, or uh, was it um, Phenomenon? Do you ever seen that movie with John Travolta? Oh, I love that movie when oh, I was he a kid. He gets smart all of a sudden. Yeah. Yes. That's kind of what, so... Um, so here's the here's the stuff about Nightingale Woman. It's a poem by Tarbold written in 1996. This is made up. This is made up for Star Trek, okay? okay? So in Star Trek in 1966, they're like, "Ah, yes, Tarbold 1996, written by Tarbold in, you know, the Canopus planet." Okay? <laughs> and but they bring it back for this episode, which is awesome. I love that. Um Here's the truth behind the poem, which the poem goes like this. Okay. My love has wings, slender, feathered things, with grace in upswept curve and tapered tip. Ooh. Who do you think wrote this? Hint, like the- we've talked about him in this episode. Is it Gene? It's old Gene. Gene Roddenberry. <laughs> Gene Roddenberry wrote this because Gene Roddenberry was a pilot. I don't know if you knew this. Uh-huh. No, uh, I didn't. And it's a poem originally about planes and how much he loves planes. So he, what he was doing is yes. he was at his desk. <laughs> yeah. He was drawing this massive dick. He was like, Big di- old yeah, dick. he's drawing a huge dick. Vainy he was dick. drawing his sketch, his sketches of what the Frankie should look like. Yeah, he was yeah. working on that. And then he got a phone call. Uh, from the writers and was like, hey, like, uh, we we need that poem that you said that he's supposed to write. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm just drawing this big old massive one. Uh, I'll just whip one up real fast. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then he writes one yeah. on the back of the, the drawing of the Ferengi, mind you. Yeah. Uh, and gives it to them. And, and they're, they're like, right. oh, this is great. It's a great dick. <laughs> Oh yeah, and if you look really closely, there's a poem inside of it. So just on get the veins, close. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Read the veins. That's where Nightingale Woman is from. We, uh, without Darius, we have just devolved into juvenile dick humor. Yeah, he has uh, no. He's so so disappointed right now. So disappointed in us. We're also way behind schedule. I think uh, we which is need. Great. Yeah, we are way behind schedule. Um, Another thing, should, I did. Yeah. No, let me get this because we haven't done content. About Star Trek. <laughs> People are here for space stuff. Hey, we talked about space stuff a little bit, okay? We talked about space stuff. There's a... You know last season uh, when they, they steal those tricorders from the Vancouver because they're better? Oh, that, yeah, yeah. That's in a bag uh, in that Boimler bunk that they use yes, to store their shit. that is the bag. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I love that. Um, I also want to shout out some... You got a Reddit? Some Reddit, Reddit. stuff. yeah. Um, which actually we should do when we get to the holodeck stuff. So I'm sorry. Okay. Um, let's and, hold then that. and but there's one last thing. There's another reference to LSD and LDS. Okay. When Tendi is chasing Rutherford and shooting him with the phaser rifle that shoots yeah. medical stuff, which by the way is great. I awesome. love how aggro Tendi is. Like she's just like a friend who like <laughs> aggressively hugs well, you with her love and and like brain. It also kind of uh mirrors that that part in uh I think it's the first Star Trek JJ movie where uh Kirk's face is all puffed num-tung. up. Oh yeah. Num-tung? Yeah, numtongue. Yeah, you got num-tongue? You got num-tongue? I got something for that. <laughs> And and what's his name is running around chasing him through the hallways yeah. trying to like poke him with stuff. 
That's a great scene. It's also That's very classic. It's before J.J. Abrams uh, directing uh, concept of if they're running, it'll be interesting no matter what. <laughs> yeah. It's before it got really annoying. Yeah. Now it's just horrible. Just now absolutely just ex- horrible. Exhausting. exhausting. Yeah. But in that movie, it was like, haha, like they're running around. But like it was also funny and campy at the it's same a time. Scene. Yeah. Yeah. I love um, that scene. So, yes, you're right. That is a good shout to that. Uh, but the when, when Rutherford's like, I don't know, I don't have LSD or SMD or whatever you're talking about, <laughs> yeah. that's a reference to um, the voyage home, Star Trek The Voyage Home, where. Uh-huh. Kirk and Spock are pretending to be from the 20th century. And they're <laughs> the way that they talk to people is based on like what they write in history books. So uh-huh. um, basically Kirk is trying to say that uh, Spock did a lot of LSD in the sixties and that's why he's behaving so weirdly. So, but he doesn't, but he misremembers it and he calls it LDS. He's like, LDS? Oh, he did a lot of LDS in the sixties, which is, <laughs> Like Latter Day Saints, like the Church of Latter Day Saints. Is <laughs> this a really cute joke and moment? And Mike McMahon, who wrote this episode, loves the Voyage Home, and he big Voyage Home. And man. the reason that he and he calls his acronym for Lower Decks is LDS for that joke. Oh my God! Okay, and he references that makes it again. Sense now. Yeah, that's exactly. incredible. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyways, and I think that's also why he's obsessed with whales, and they make so many cetacean ops jokes in these episodes. Because <laughs> also, when Mariner is spraying, you know, she's power washing she's the buildings. She's power washing the building. Yeah. Uh, you see the whales. whales. <laughs> yeah. I love the power washing bit. Just because oh, yeah. power washing is so much fun. Yeah. Um, She's like, isn't this cool? Like, shouldn't you, wouldn't you want to do this now? Clean, yeah, clean your, <laughs> keep all your public spaces clean. This is why I uh, love Mariner is like more Starfleet than Starfleet is. And I like that about mm-hmm. her character. She's like, you could yeah. just have a great society if you just tried. And most, <laughs> most societies are like, fuck that. No, nah, we're, just, we're good. We're industrial. Yeah. We like to have industrial stuff. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay all now right. we let's can go, go to the, the archives. archives. Let's, yeah, go, to let's the go to the archives. archives. We'll yeah. be back. Accessing Starfleet Archives. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Pert, I, I didn't expect you to be at this yoga class. Oh, what are you? Oh, I come here every week. Oh. I've even done a 48-hour one before. Sometimes they'll do 48-hour ones. It's pretty wow. awesome. Well, uh, yeah. I, I just I just signed up for it. Yeah, for, what are you doing in for, here? Oh, just because I, I really appreciate the um, the art, the physical art form. I think it's a why good are you, thing. Why are you staring at Jessica? Jen. Uh, her, her name, her? Jen, I think is her name, maybe? You're talking Jen? about Jen? Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not. This is a not, very generic. You're just staring at her specifically. I'm not saying I, I was actually just looking to my 45 degrees to my right. I just was doing that, and you're still staring at her. Well, I don't have to. You I realize could, that, I could, right? I could look in this direction, and that's fine. I mean, I still see. But her you're ref- you're just moving your head, and your eyes are staying. Okay. Well, on that point, I, you know what? I don't know what you're talking. I. I'm just being, I'm just trying to be comfortable in this environment. I'm just, what's her name again? Jen, you said? Her, Jen, you said yeah, her name was Jen? She's Andorian. And I didn't, oh, I've, I didn't even know that. What's, what's an Andorian? What's, what you is don't know, it? You don't know what an Andorian is? 
can you say that again? And Andor the and the found the, the co-founders of the Federation. Oh, and Andor Andorian. Hey, hey, uh, did she look at me? I just didn't want to make sure that she didn't think I was talking about her. Are you um, okay? You seem I'm really totally. F- I'm not nervous at all. I'm. <sighs> Do you, is that why you're here? Do you have a crush on her? Um, let's not focus on that. Um, because again, we're, you know, this is, this is Starfleet and, you okay. know, we, um, I'm not horny like you guys are all the time, humans. Well, and then, uh, whatever oh, other species. I thought you were talking about me and Tom, Tom, but um, Tom, you know, he kind of um, just ditched us. He just kind of ditched us. <sighs> you know, we, I, I just remember there were those late nights where we'd be drinking and yeah. hanging out and he would always say like, if I ever got my own. Ship. You know, ship. We would be on the, you know, the deck with him. Yeah, we once know? we all became lieutenant commanders, we were like, hey, we're pretty close to being captains soon, and yeah. it's any any day now. When that happens, mm-hmm. what roles? Like, if I'm captain, we talked yeah. about this. If, if I'm captain, then you become chief of security. Exactly. On my ship. Yeah. Tom and if- will be my number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. You know, you had your own setup too. Yeah, you'd be the science officer, and Tom Thank would you, be yeah. a he'd he'd be the um, the guy who drives the ship. Yeah, Chief I'm Helmsman. sorry, I'm yeah. I'm I'm microdosing on that uh, that oh. rainbow goo. Oh, so I'm not it, thinking that's what's totally in your bottle, right your now. clear bottle. It's the rainbow. Is that the barf? Ransom's barf? Yeah, I collected it when he puked it because uh, I kind of want to get some God vibes going. I got a like a big little date coming up. Oh, you do. And I, I don't want to be like. I just want to look godlike. I want to have kind of a godlike essence. So right. I don't want to go full ransom, but I did want to have a, a little bit of that. What was that for? What does that mean for you? Does that mean like floating around a little bit? Does it mean like your eyes are, lo- are like aluminum? Just kind of or? both. Just a little bit though, like a little yeah. bit of floating to the to the extent where she'll be like, "Is he floating?" But like. It's just an essence, right? You know? So if she's like, "Hey, uh, sorry, I can't reach this. Can you grab it for me?" and you can kind of just float up there and grab yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and just grab it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of what I want to exude. So <sighs> yeah. Hey, have you noticed but, that there have been a lot of things going wrong since Tom left? Too, like I just I feel like he did, yeah he did a lot more. You know, I didn't realize that he did so much because he always right? overcompensated for it. Yeah, in the way that he talked about it. Yeah, it's like and he, now realizing that he really did do a lot of work, he, and we just never gave him credit because he was acting like he did more work than he actually he did. did. Yeah, which is which is not if he just had been realistic about it, I would have believed him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, now I'm starting to believe he may actually have been um, assimilated. Oh, well, that's ridiculous. I mean, I. I yeah, I don't the know thing is, totally what's, what are the chances yet? of Starfleet actually promoting somebody to captain who was assimilated? That's really ir- irresponsible. That's like zero percent chance. That's right? like it makes no sense. Absolutely, no would sense. Never happen. D- right? Uh, Sorry, I thought Jen. I thought Jen looked at me. Jen the Andor. Uh, what did he call him? An Andorian? I thought she's. I thought she was listening in our conversation. She, no, she was looking at me because you see. You oh see yeah. The glow. Did you are glowing? Yeah. Can I get a it little works. bit of that? You want- I just want a little sip of it. Well, I just don't have like a whole lot left. So yeah. maybe just like one sip. I don't know if it's really going to do anything for you. I'm already three so, times like, stronger than you are. 
Yeah, it's not really about the strength for me though. It's just about the glowing, the, the glowing looking the, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, you just keep it. I I don't need it. I don't need God juice to be strong and good looking. Did I say that loud? Did I say you that? You said that really loud. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Well, oh, All right. we're starting. Downward dog. Let's we can go. we just sit where we just start where wherever we want in the I just want to make this clear. I just want to be clear. Should I be yeah. should I be somewhere? Just maybe I should be your, here. Should I be sit here? on your mat? Yeah, just be there. Can I put my mat wherever I want? Should I? Just we're in lines. They've yeah. started. She's already started. Would you just put okay. it down uh, next okay. to me? All right. Okay. I just can't see. I just can't. See. It doesn't matter. It's you're not supposed to be looking at her. That you're supposed to be doing oh, yoga. Well, she's obviously really good at it. So I thought maybe I could. Do you want to stand in the back and yeah. just watch her? Just Is that what you want to do? Yeah. I'm That's just gonna... weird. That's so weird. <laughs> So holodeck stuff, holodeck stuff. Um, so, this, I, yeah, yeah, recap it. Basically, um, it's Mariner. She's fighting off some Cardassians, right? That's kind of the whole bit. She gets captured by a Cardassian. Uh, she ends up seeing Boimler tied up, and that's when you're kind of hinted that they're in the holodeck. Yeah, because he's like, "I'm just a hologram. You must have uh, had yeah. some pent up aggression towards me, or whatever." She's like, no, I haven't. Uh, Intimidating, yeah. Yeah. I like that she's, this is like a continuation spiritually of last season where she uses the holodeck for therapy. And she's like, she's still like doing that. And it's also her workout, which Mm -hmm. I love. It's like day. It's like day. (laughs) Nothing's going to stop me. I can't stop. Um, (laughs) And I just like, I like how often in Star Trek, they're like, yeah, and they're just working out in the holodeck. We did it last week. Did it this week. <laughs> and guess what? We're going to do it next week. Um, the working out in the holodeck thing is like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it because it, it sounds nice. But it, then again, like they, they have workout rooms too. Do you think like, would you get mad at somebody for taking up a holosuite just to run on a treadmill? That would annoy me. <laughs> that would really annoy me. And that's probably why... Mariner is so annoyed with Jen for using Jen, it to yeah. do yoga. <laughs> to do yoga. Yeah, that would be really, really annoying. But, you know, Mariner is really fucking cool and she likes to be involved and stuff. So, like, and I, I there are a lot of people who are like, yeah, I would work out every day if it was fun. And I think that's kind of what this is all about. Like, it's if I, yeah, yeah. I, if I had a holodeck, I probably would, I'd be more in shape because I could go play sports every day with. Would you like play, go play soccer or soccer? And I'd play. Uh, yeah, man. If, would you? You basically would play space FIFA, holodeck FIFA, holodeck FIFA. Yeah. And you're That'd like be sick computer. Just make me like 20% faster than everybody else. You know, like I want to be a striker <laughs> You because <know? laughs> you like when you play FIFA, you can make juice yourself? up the settings yeah. where like you can score goals from like half field, yeah. like 50 yard line or whatever. That'd be incredible. We've definitely talked about this before where, you know, you yeah. create yourself in a video game, but you're like, except now I'm six foot three. I'm six foot three. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's normal until you're like, uh, and I'm also six foot three. Thank I'm you. I'm also six foot three. <laughs> uh, I have an arm strength, 99. Uh, and I can run uh, uh, a 4-4, uh-huh. 40, 40 yard dash. <laughs> I wonder, I'm, 
I would actually, I'd just be curious to experience what that is like, like setting up the Olympics yeah. and like doing the 40 yard dash or whatever. And just being like, just make me like two seconds faster than the fastest man in the world. Yeah. And you just set up and then do it just to experience what it's like to run yeah. that fast. God, that would be so dope. I wonder how would the computer be very, would do it. It would be weird because... I'm, I got very short legs, so it would look incredibly unnatural. <laughs> right. My legs would be like... <laughs> You'd be like the Roadrunner. Like, <laughs> it's like it turns yeah. into a ball, you know? Or is that the Tasmanian yeah. Devil? It's both of them. I, I think it's... Ro- yeah, Roadrunner's feet do the circle thing, yeah, too. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, that's great. Uh, uh, okay, yeah, this is just... It's fun. There are a lot of... Um, okay, here's where I wanted to t- do some, some trivia. Yes, trivias. Okay, so the ship that Mariner gets into... Is a Miranda class, right? It looks like the Reliant from the Wrath of Khan. That's Khan's ship that he takes over. And the <laughs> registry on the Khan ship is NCC eighteen sixty four. And in my head, that was always like a reference to the Civil War, because it's mm-hmm. like the Federation is at war with itself. You know, Federation ship fighting another Federation ship. Yeah. In this episode, it's a Miranda class. It's eighteen seventy seven is the registry number. And it's the What's USS that? Macduff, which is a character during the Scottish Civil War in Macbeth, where like you know he okay. fight he kills Macbeth. So there's yeah. a sort of a uh, like this is a there's similar a vibe, yeah. yeah. In 1877, I had a little bit more trouble creating a connection, but I think <laughs> in 1877 there was the Compromise of 1877, where basically that's when America lost its soul again. Again. again, again, again. Yeah, where it w- basically uh, there was a standstill standstill in in the election. Nobody had enough mm-hmm. electoral votes. Yeah. So the Republicans said, "Okay, what if we win, but we stop doing Reconstruction?" Okay. And that's what they did. And basically, when they ended Reconstruction, it ended any chance of black people having any rights in the South because okay. the Democrats at the time were super evil and yeah, we're like terrible. great we're gonna start creating all sorts of jim crow laws and all kind of, <laughs> so i that's a dark period of history it's post-civil war so anyways mm-hmm. this is my connection in my head that's a deep pull that's a deep pull if I'm that's a, the reason i hope i hope it is or maybe maybe it's something even cooler who knows um it's also that class ship is mike mcmahon's favorite class ship and that's why the cerritos looks a lot like it because he, uh, uh, he's a big fan of it. Okay. Um, there's a Reddit user named Quarantini. And Classic. I hope this is true. Because it's Please. also a deep pull. Okay? This Reddit uh-huh. user noticed, when Mariner was shooting the Cardassian guards in the hall, one of them face-planted in a way that really reminded me of this one time Gold <laughs> Ducat got phasered by some Maquis on Deep Space Nine. And instead of the typical crumbling to the ground or being flung back into a wall, he did the most spectacular faceplant. <laughs> if this is indeed an intentional reference to that... That's way it's so deep. Lower decks, that's incredible. So that's like if the animator did that on purpose, well done. Props that's really to you. Next yeah. level. Like I think I'm constantly being surprised by truly how many Star Trek fans work on this show. Yeah. Because if that is something that an animator was like, oh, we'll do we'll do the gold cut. Uh, face plant which is like an insanely specific moment yeah that 
it doesn't seem like was published. Like, it doesn't seem like something that's like, oh, yeah, the gold Ducat face plant. It just seems like a moment that happened in an episode. And while doing their watch through, some animator yeah. was like, that shit's fucking great. Well, animators <laughs> are so observant like that, too. Yeah. You know, they look at so much stuff to like, OK, I'm pulling it. I want to make it look real. And I, I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if they were like, I'm going to watch every scene where Cardassians fight. Fight. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, I got to put that in there. Yeah, this you face know? plant's great. Uh, oh, so great pull, Quarantini. I will. I want to throw out too that Tani Newsom retweeted a thread by one of the animators on Lower Decks. And oh, really? Yeah, and it's super good. I'll post it in our Discord. Trek to the Holodeck on Discord. Please uh, go. We need about a hundred more fans. We need on one there. more fans. We need you guys arguing in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the thread is about animating Riker. His job was to animate Riker on Lower Decks. Uh huh. And the way that he did it, he he watched. Riker, All of Riker whenever yeah. he's like doing stuff on the bridge or as a captain or in a captain's chair and yeah. it's incredible he like he, he would go down to the eyebrow moves that Jonathan Frakes would make to try to like kind of accentuate them oh, just yeah. enough it's so impressive so That's I'm going to so post cool. that in our discord under new Trek. okay you're not going to be able to find that anywhere else also so you're, if like you're not if you're new if you google it it won't come up you can <laughs> only get it in our discord <laughs> <laughs> only there. That's the only one you well, can. You can look at Tawny Newsom's Twitter feed, but that'll take. It's not going to be there. That'll take. But it's not going to be there. We deleted it. We 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 know the people who run the internet, and we yeah. just deleted it. We, we so. got to take it down. Um, but yeah. again, just really well done. Shout out to the animators there, and thank you for quarantining again. That's such a great bit of little trivia. Um, and then finally, here's another Reddit user called Field Notes, and they. Point out, I loved that it indirectly canonicized it as an in-universe Starfleet regulation. It being that you know how Mariner goes, I know we're not supposed to have interpersonal conflicts. That's a big yeah. Roddenberry <laughs> thing, you know. Yeah, I, that's the one. That's the one reference that I really got. I was love like, that reference. Little, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so somebody's like basically implying this line implies that Starfleet has a regulation. No interpersonal <laughs> conflicts. <laughs> <laughs> that's incredibly that's, funny yeah really great I, I love like reading that in like the rule like the rule book yeah. it's like no you can't have any conflicts with anyone you just gotta bury it deep down and and now <laughs> headcanon wise it's true for me and also it means that like after two years on Enterprise D everybody's mm. so pent up from not being in an <laughs> interpersonal conflict they're like god damn like just somebody just going god damn it Data <laughs> And they didn't even like do anything. <laughs> they just, like, just walked in. I was like, hi. And they were like, fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> what? Just fucking fuck. Just go away. Just go away. <laughs> just leave me alone, please. <laughs> I need to go into the holodeck and bash your stupid fucking <laughs> face in a few times. <laughs> Computer, put data. But again, as I said last time, 1% strength. One percent intelligence, one percent armor, and he's just yeah. like fucking destroying. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, uh, all right. Let's uh, let's let's write this let's, thing. Let's write this yeah. thing. I think that's what Darius would normally say at this point. Let's write Half this an thing. hour over time. Half an hour over time. <laughs> god damn it. Uh, okay, dialogue. Um, I think it's really funny it's as good. usual. Yeah. Uh, yoga. Wow, huge. how unique. The interpersonal conflicts line is that in there. It's very good. You are uh, an the extreme. With Boimler. 
the Boimler bit. Oh yeah, they keep making me look at lights. They Great. keep making me look at lights. There are yeah. four lights. Yeah. Classic. Um, uh, they, yeah, you're an extremely bad person. From the, I, th- I think it's just really funny and it really cooks. And also it does the tough thing of setting up, basically being a recap of the first season. Because she's talking That's about her true. mom, which is hard yeah. to do. Um, I guess I didn't think about that. Yeah. So I'm That's a really it, ingenious way. Yeah. I'm going to give it a, a five, I think. It's just really hard to do as a writer. So, yeah. I'm going to go with a four. Uh, and Darius doesn't get a fucking vote. <laughs> is this going to fuck our ratings up? No. Only having two people It's do finally going to be right. Uh, romance. Ooh. Uh, romance. Um, I don't there's think nothing going on. There's in just Merit. Do you think Mariner and Boimler have a thing, or I think they're just besties? I they haven't really approached it, and I kind of like that in a yeah. weird way. Because like I, sometimes yeah. they're set up to have that weird tension. Yeah, but they never really do. They're just like weird friends. I think they're weird friends. Yeah, and I yeah. I appreciate that. I, I think I prefer as much as them. I like horny Star Trek. Yeah, I think they gave that to Tendi and and Tendi uh, and Rutherford and Rutherford. Yeah, they have that energy. Two people with like really low emotional intelligence who <laughs> really like each other and are really smart, but just can't. Yeah, yeah. don't even know how to fathom. So yeah. I'm giving a zero for romance. Same zero. Action action's a five for me. It's extremely I mean, it's a big action. old five. Yeah, yeah. that's a Quinteros. It's, it's a it's a Quinteros. Easy suspense. Eh, not a lot. I think we pretty quickly I mean, figure out what's going on. It's not a real Cardassian interrogation. I think there's like point five for the fake out at the beginning. Yeah, I think that's you it. Know? Uh, pretty clear. She's wearing her like workout headband and everything, though. Uh, yeah, it's true. Camp. This one's full of camp. Cardassians are campy, I think. They're perfect campy bad guys. Uh, this the, this one's always hard with with lower decks because like uh, they on there's a difference between it. yeah, camp and like jokes, you know, cuz camp is like semi unintentional. You I, know. I think that you're right. I think we have talked about this before. I th- I think it's drawing on the unintentional camp of other shows. And mm-hmm. celebrating it to me, I think that's how I'm making it make sense for lower decks. Okay, um, I like, that makes sense. I like how easily she blows everything up and fights everybody because it's like clearly <laughs> a workout program designed yeah. to just like get you to go to the you know through a room like do do you know like if you ever play Wii Sports or whatever or you know the, oh, oh, not Wii Sports yes. but like those you know the, or the, the is it the Switch has a thing where you the Switch like, has that yeah that. Uh, ring that big yeah. circle that you like if you're yeah. doing this or if you're doing squats it like kills the bad guys like i feel like that's what this is like you can you can fight five cardassians off easily because that's just the design of the program that uh, sounds awesome yeah so i i i also love that the bridge of the mcduff looks exactly like the bridge from wrath of khan i know that's more of a reference than anything else but uh mm, yeah that is reference yeah um and that she's using the holodeck as therapy is really funny to me still that they do that. So personally, it's a five. Ooh, a five. Oh, man. What, what's it for you? I'm going to give it a three because Cardassians three. are always yeah. campy. But in terms of like high camp. I, the face plant. I just, the face plant. The face plant's really good. I just don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm still coming to terms with, with Lower Decks as a, a campy show because... It's hard, it's hard to distinguish for me. So I'm going to go with the three because there's some campy stuff in there. They pay homage to the campiness of the original shows, but I what don't think I can give it a five. Fair. Why is this? Oh, my God. Do you break it? I think I may have broken <laughs> our camp score at some point. 
No. I'm not sure if camp was being recorded properly. <laughs> what? For a long, for long time. I don't know, but I just noticed because I put in your score for camp and my score, which is a five, and it was okay. saying that the average was four. Uh, it's a three. It was saying it was the average was three. And I'm like, that's not possible. So I just well, checked. It, I just checked the function, it, and the function has it looking at your grid and Darius's grid, but not, not my your, grid. <laughs> <laughs> How long has it been happening? How long has this been going on? <laughs> you gotta Guys, check all we gotta, of them now. We gotta start over. <laughs> we gotta start the entire podcast over. We gotta start the whole thing over. It's done. It's so over. Here's the thing, guys. It's totally po- if we we need an intern now. We need a hundred fans and an intern. We need a hundred fans and an intern because we need somebody to look at the history of this and find out when that box changed. Oh fuck! And then undo, you know, like rescore. Oh my god! And then we have to add addendums to every, every single ep- episode <laughs> that says, "Hey, this is an addendum. The thing was up. wrong. It actually has this score." I'm just thinking about all of the menial metadata work that I'm going to have to do to fix Fuck. this, and <laughs> I think I'm retiring. I'm going to have to go to the desert like Darius, and you're going to be the only one left doing this podcast. <laughs> what a fucking day for us, man! Uh, no Darius, no Darius. We've ruined the Drask system. The Drask system is completely fucked for camp. Oh shit. Dialogue, Did it do it f- dialogue Wait, as well. No, 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 no. Is it all of them? Did you do it for all of them? Oh fuck! I no. I, I'm checking him. It was only dialogue and camp. But holy shit, that's a big. That's that's huge. I don't know how this <laughs> happened. Oh my god. Okay. Fuck. We Stakes. might have to whole. We might have to just do a whole episode. We should just we're devoted have, yeah. to the re rankings in case this shoots. Uh, Case this shoots uh, <laughs> take me out to the take me out to the hollows so we'd have a, a few notches. I think you don't want my scores for those episodes. <laughs> no, no, uh, I don't. <laughs> it's gonna bring it down <laughs> if anything. Okay, and finally stakes. Uh, I'm gonna give it a zero. Yeah, there's I, no there's no just, stakes. It's here. just really clearly no stakes for me. Maybe some emotional stakes, but that's about it. Uh, okay, yeah, actually that convinces me. I'm gonna give it a one. Boom. I was gonna go with a point five. Okay, point five. Computer, what is our real overall score? Calculating. 2.46. Wow. Now, I would say that's right under Twisted from Voyager. but <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> and after, above Skin of Evil. But yeah, no idea. Absolutely no idea. Everything is fucked. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it for the original <laughs> series. It's wrong. Because uh, oh. I have a separate one for the original series. I can't believe this happened. How could this happen? Darius sleeps for one week and we break the whole show. We broke it. I don't know when I did this. Okay. Fuck. Folks, <laughs> I'm so sorry. We've lost 33 of our fans. Uh, We've just- lost all of our episodes. 63 of our episodes or whatever. How long has this been happening? Okay. Um, oh. Next week, we're going to do Star Trek Voyager. Episode mm-hmm. Displaced, Season 3, Episode 24. Woo! Uh, guys, subscribe to this podcast, even though we just proved that it's not <laughs> listenable. It's completely <laughs> ruined. Complete uh, garbage. Uh, and rate it, too, if you can rate it. That would be really great. Share us That'd on Twitter. Cool. We're a Trek to the Deck on Twitter. We're a Trek to the Holodeck mm-hmm. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, a little low usage recently. 
something we gotta <laughs> work on. We'll get it's that very intern. hard after the interns done with the metadata. We'll 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 get them to do that. Yeah, we're we'll also on Discord. Uh, it's the only we need a hundred more fans. We need a hundred more fans. Uh, Discord's the only place where you can find that Twitter thread. That's it. Yeah, it's the last place. <laughs> it's the only place you can talk about Star Trek. Also, yeah, it is. Uh, all all other uh, Star Trek chatting forums have been disabled. Yeah, uh, and ours is the only one. <clears throat> we have a full monopoly on the Star Trek discourse. Yeah, uh, our computer voice provided. I'm just flying through this. Sorry, buddy. Computer voice, <laughs> Verona Blue. Uh, uh, go the ahead. music was. Oh, you just you just want to fly through it yourself? No, do do it, please. Oh. The music was provided by Bodyline with user permission by the Midwest Collective. And oh, um, fuck you, Viacom CBS. Leave yeah. us alone. We're just a fan podcast, uh, and we're not going to say good things about you until you press until you give us a skip intro button because it's just heinous. <laughs> don't it's ever heinous skip devil. our intro though. Our intro yeah. rules, and don't skip <laughs> our outro. Don't skip to the next episode. This Never. is designed. You're supposed to think and reflect on this podcast when you listen yep. to our outro. Don't uh, listen to your next podcast. This is the only podcast yeah. that you should listen all the way to the it's end. It's the only one. Uh, yeah. A computer and program. You spent virtually every free hour in the Hollow Suite, and for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated. <laughs> <laughs>